This is episode 22 of the Remix Your World podcast with Kimberly Davis. Welcome to Remix Your World. I'm Allison Kalagna, global DJ and music producer turned life remixer and personal growth coach. In each episode, we bring you real talk, inspiring stories, and heartfelt conversations of personal transformation to help you uplift and amplify your life. This is the Remix Your World podcast. Hey, just a heads up, I have a free gift that I gave you guys from the last episode all about getting your goals done. If you did not listen to that episode, check it out. It is episode 21. You can head over to remixyourworld.com slash 21 to listen to the episode and I have a free gift for you. I have a goal-setting workbook that I've designed for my clients and my students, and I decided this year, hey, why not give it away? So I'm going to give it to you guys for free as well. Maybe you've got a several different ones in mind. If you do, that's okay. I'm going to help you get really clear of which one you can tackle. And once you go through this process, you'll see that you'll be able to do this for other goals as well. It's a new year. We get so excited around New Year's, and we get all gung-ho about lots of things that we want to do, and then we kind of can taper off, right? And I don't want that to happen to you. This free goal workbook will help you break through that. So again, I will link it up in the show notes for this episode, but if you didn't listen to that episode, head on back, remixyourworld.com slash 21, and grab that ebook that I have for you. Brooklyn native Kimberly Davis, only child to Carol Jean Davis, is embracing her family heritage. In fact, it was her late mother, a singer for such elite Motown creatives as Smokey Robinson, who introduced the little girl to music. Even her father was a musician, thanks to his trusty saxophone. Kimberly's home was the perfect garden in which to grow a giant talent. In her own words, I've been singing since I could talk. Growing up in a musical household, you can't help but love and appreciate all types of music. She is eagerly involved in anything and everything musical, from elementary school to her attendance at the prestigious LaGuardia High School of Music and the Arts. The school that inspired the movie Fame nurtured Kimberly's unmistakable talent as well. It was there that she joined an all-girls group originally called Petite that was later changed to ex-girlfriend managed by Full Force. Sensing her own potential and feeling restricted within the age group, Kimberly made the choice to push forward as a solo artist. Her life's decision came just in time before she also became the mother to her only child, Jamel Davis. Even when working a 9-to-5 office job, Kimberly avidly pursued her burning passion for singing. That exact unswerving commitment helped her transition herself to a full-time gig as a vocalist. From her work on soundtracks and jingles, and with her background of singing and touring, Kimberly kept turning her dreams into reality with full force. Right out of the gate, her first single, Get Up, from D1 Music, reached number 12 on the Billboard Dance Club charts. Her next single, Twist of Love, built on that first success. It was played by over 200 radio stations, debuting at number 41 on Billboard's Hot Club play charts. After just a few weeks, it had skyrocketed up to number 9, where it remained for four weeks more. But as they say, third time's the charm. Her single, With You, landed her in the number four spot on the Billboard Dance Club charts. 
Most recently, Kimberly's unique vocal prowess was featured for the world by Tony Moran and Nigel Rogers in My Fire. She hopes to share her glorious fire on television at gay pride parades and as many festivals as possible. Kimberly Davis is now lead singer for the famous disco band Chic, featuring Nile Rogers. Today, she glows under that spotlight throughout the world in performances by invitation across North America, South America, Europe, Asia, the UK, and even down under. Audiences on every continent respond to Kimberly's exceptional vocal prowess. Across every culture, people can feel the heart, soul, and passion she always infuses in her music. Kimberly is striving to create a legacy that will forever honor her music and voice as the once little girl who sang her face off every chance she got and who always stayed humble but stayed fierce. She wants her fans to feel nothing but euphoria when they hear her sing because there's nothing like a dance floor to help everyone forget the drama of daily life. Kimberly's journey has been rewarding, but her persist of more growth continues unquenched. Up next, more and more music. She says, I've sung since I could talk, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. Yo, check this out. So what if you had more creativity, joy, and passion in your life? What if you created more time to do what you love? What if you found the courage to pursue the visions that lie inside you? What if you didn't let the fear of judgment hold you back from living out loud? And what if you were in a community of fierce allies who inspired you to be the best version of yourself? It's that time again, my friends. It is CIJ season, and I get so excited because this is when I start teaching this class, and I would love for you to be a part of it. It's eight weeks of work and a lifetime of change. I took this course as a student over a decade ago, and it opened my eyes to a whole new way of living. When I became a coach, I knew that this powerful course had to be one of my offerings. I loved it. So I would be honored to share this with you. The CIJ Clarity Catalyst is based on a Stanford University's master's degree class in transformation. I have taught this course for the last three years inside companies, privately with clients, and online with people all over the world. If this is something you are interested, if you are in a place right now where you feel a little stuck and you don't know where to start, CIJ is for you. If you're in a place right now where you feel really good, but you just want to up level, CIJ is a place for you. Or if you are in a place where you have an idea and you're just a little too afraid to go for it, CIJ is here for you. Hit me up, remixyourworld.com slash CIJ. Set up an appointment with me. We'll get on Skype or the phone and we'll see if you and I are a good fit. If we are in alignment and in frequency together, then hell, come on to class. I would love to have you in. If not, that's okay too. But whatever you do, make this year the best year that you possibly can. And with that, make you the best version of yourself that you possibly can. I hope to see you in class. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh yeah! What's up, world? This is episode 22 of the Remix Your World podcast with me, Allison Kalagna, and today I'm sitting down with Kimberly Davis. Now, 
One of my favorite remixes that I did was actually of Kimberly Davis. It was her and Tony Moran. The song was called You're Good For Me. And um, yeah, I got the parts from Tony. And when I heard her vocal, I was just like, oh my God. I mean, Lord, this woman can sing. So I'm excited to bring y'all to her because she's amazing. I mean, you've known, if you follow dance music, you've heard her sing in the clubs. And if you follow what she's going on tour and doing now, I'm talking big shit. We're talking big time stuff. She is on tour, lead singer with Chic. Now, come on, y'all. Freak out. Good times. I mean, I could just keep going. And, well, you'll all get into it because she's going to talk about all the other music that they're singing on tour because they're with Nile Rodgers, who wrote so many hits that you, you, you can't even believe how many hits this man has written. I'll let her talk about that. Um, but she is on tour now with Cher. I mean, how do you not say share and not have a, a hair flip moment? I, I can't do it. It's either that, if I could turn, it, it just comes out naturally. I can't help it, y'all. But anyway, I'm really excited for you to hear Kimberly Davis and I's conversation. It's candid. It's fun. We cut up. It's silly. Um, but she breaks down some really good information about being a singer, coming up as a singer, getting on the road, living as a singer. Um, touring and doing her thing as a singer, you know. So for all my singers out there, music producers, and any artist out there who is just trying to break through, this is a great story, and I'm happy that I can bring her to you. So without further ado, let's get to it. Here is my conversation with Kimberly Davis. Hello. Oh, there she is. What's up? All right. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> oh my God, we have been playing phone tag. Oh, but I'm so oh my glad God. to forever. finally have you. Oh, forever. Yes, I'm here. Where are you in the world? Are you, have you left yet? I'm actually. I'm home. I am luxuriating in the house, which means I'm cleaning it up. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And um, that's it. And I'm packing up because again, we leave. In five days. Five days. Oh, my gosh. And how for long will you tour. be gone? Yeah, for like a month and uh, about a month, about five weeks. Okay. Where's your first stop? We're going to Florida first. We're, sh- we're touring with Cher. So we're going to do, oh. yeah, we're going to do all of that. <laughs> oh, my God. She's all she's all um, East Coast. So tell me, you know, I was going to get to that, but since you dropped it first, let's get into it. How? What is that like? Have you ever been on tour with her or is this the first time this is our first time she actually requested us she called up now personally and was like you need to be doing this tour with me that's wow. really the story. she didn't she basically didn't act she was like this is what needs to happen <laughs> i love that okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean how do, you, how do you turn down share i mean no you don't you, you don't, don't. <laughs> we toured with we toured with Duran Duran. We toured with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Lionel Richie. So now this will be our fourth tour. Wow! Well, that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's fun. All right. <laughs> well, let's just rewind the record a little bit, and because I just want to know a little bit about your history, and then we'll get into all of that. But first off, thank okay. you so much for coming on. I know you are super busy, and yay! Um, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's one of my favorite tracks that I remixed was actually yours so like I was when mm. I reached out to Tony I was like can you get me in contact with her please he was like Absolutely. of course <laughs> of course 
Um, right, give it a minute, but of course. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved <laughs> I, I loved remixing that track, so that was great. I look forward to some more things in the future with him. So it's, I'm yes, excited. oh yeah, we got some more stuff coming. Don't worry. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. So tell us about music. Music was a big thing for you as a kid. You know, is there? Oh um, yeah. So you grew up in? Did you grow up in Brooklyn? I as grew well? up in Brooklyn, born and raised. Mm. Um, I've been singing since I could talk. Wow. Um, and everybody knew it, you know, every family reunion, every whatever. Come on, baby. You know, it's <laughs> always saying baby. So um, and then my mom took me to see Fame, the movie, like we literally went to see the movie. Mm. And I was like, OK, that's the school I'm going to. And that's the school I went to. Wow. And that's where I made like most of my adult <laughs> friends. That's where I learned a whole lot about singing and that's where i be was started with a girls group we were like managed by full force mm. we were called petite and then we changed the name to ex-girlfriend when we got with them and you know just we're doing i'm and i mean i'm still in high school like you know going to the studio and like doing shows missing school because i'm doing shows right you know that kind of thing but your but family you know, obviously was supportive, so that's... My that's, mom was supportive up to a certain point, yes. Okay. <laughs> when did, when did that point change? Um, when she saw crooked management mm. and uh, stuff like that, absolutely. Yeah. What was mm -hmm. your first moment of, like, oh, you know, shit can get really shady in this business? Do you remember how, oh, how young yeah. were you? Yeah, we were 16. Wow. We were 16, and it was a lot going on and mm -hmm. i was like omg and you know <laughs> this is this is a bit this is a bit much you know going on tour on you know a lot of people wanted us to go on tour with them but unsupervised and we were like no mm. unsupervised at 16 we were 16 going on 17 and you wanted us to come on tours you know with nothing but guys oh no you know, so we 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 opted not to. Good. You know, and I mean, and that's a that's a lot of of longevity because I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, you know, the, I'm sorry, somebody was I'm checking in on the phone. Um, it's if you if you say your integrity like at a, at a young age like that, then that's just how you'll you'll always do. Yeah. You know, which is why, you know, I'm not Beyonce, but I'm doing what I do because I'm doing it the, the right way. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And your way, you know, and yeah. that, that's the only way you can do it is, is, is your way, you know, and your, yes. your way is the right way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What are some of your favorite childhood memories of involving music? Back in the oh. back, back, you know, around that time before you started to like, oh, this is getting serious. Oh, gosh. Just being around family and mm. singing and always being taken somewhere and um, winning the show, you know, just yeah. going. She, always a ringer and nobody knew it because I was always humble. You know, I'm still humble. So you, you just never know um, what's going to come out of my mouth. You don't expect it. Cause I'm not walking in like I got this. Mm -hmm. Cause that'll be the minute that you trip and fall right yeah. you to the stage. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> so knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you ever had any moments like that where like No, not no, not yet. I <laughs> I tripped and fell, but it wasn't on the stage, thank okay. God. <laughs> I remember at a very young age choking off of um the smog the fogger, which they're oh. made differently now, mm-hmm. but still I don't like them. No. They're, they're a hazard to your voice. Yeah. You know, so those are things that we kind of like. They drive me crazy in the club, too. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, y'all trying to kill me with this. Y'all you know, are I'm, trying to kill me. That's what y'all are trying to do. There is a much better way now, but it's still, I I, I get it. Yeah. Oof. Yes. And like, it can't be good for singers. No Not way. at all. Not at all. It's, it's, it's actually, it's toxic. It's all kinds of stuff. So Oof. when did you decide that you were going to then just go for it full time? This is it. Well, actually, um, I had been working like all my life, just working. Mm-hmm. And I was like at my at my city job in, in New York City. Mm. I had and I had had it for a long time, 17 years. I was a supervisor and all kinds of stuff. And um, Ralph Rowe, who was a good friend of mine, he's the drummer mm. of Chic. And he said to me, what are you doing? And I said, you just called me at work. What do you mean? What am I doing? I'm, I'm at work. <laughs> And he said, so why aren't you here? I said, why aren't I where, Ralph? And he says, this, I'm at, we're having auditions for Chic and you need to be down here right now. And I was like, okay. So I got up as, as the supervisor that I was with my two-hour lunch breaks. I, would, I got up mm. and I went to the audition. And I drove all the way to the audition. And when I got there, I saw Ralph and I was like, what? And he was looking at me. <laughs> he looked at me like, no, no, no. We're not playing right now. And then I look, oh, okay. So, but he gave me a look like, and so I was like, okay. So, you know, we got up there. Nala's there. He's grinning like he always do. And you got Jerry. And then I also knew the keyboard player. So I'm like giving him a head nod like, what up? And what song are you singing? I'm singing, I want your love. Because that was always my favorite. So, I said, okay, I sing the song, and by the time the song is said and done, because mind you, this is an audition, so there's girls already went and girls that are waiting, and inside and outside. So when it was all said and done, that audition, after I said, I want your love, and, and did whatever they do at the end, they have a tag out that I didn't know of, and they were like, just tag it out. And I said, oh, okay, so I just tagged it out, and... The manager rolled on me and gave me the rest of the itinerary for the for the year wow. and asked me. And I was like, what are you talking about? I said, I have a job. They Like the <laughs> next, they were going to Italy like in a week. Oh, and man. I was like, wait, what? I, I have a job. And he said, not anymore. And I literally went back to my job and took my pictures off the wall and said, love you, mean it. Wow. I was out of there. <laughs> And the sad part is I haven't even gone back. I'm like, dang, I did have friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was it. That was it. That was it. It was yeah. Sayonari and I was gone and they were looking at me like, are you serious? I was like, yup. My husband was looking at me like, are you serious? And I was like, yup. And he said, okay. And that's what it was. And I've been with Sheik ever since. And that's 10 years. Wow. Now was Nile in the room when you auditioned or? Yeah, he yeah. was on, he was the, he was on the guitar. And everything, and that's what it was. And all the girls that were sitting there were like, what just happened? Like, mm-hmm. they didn't even know what just happened. Wow. Oh yeah, so that's so how I know it was Or it was Who ordained. was the first person you told? Oh, I can't Besides the job. Told, besides the job, y'all, right, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> besides the job, well, it had to be my husband, because he would have, you know, he was, 
you just can't up and quit your job talking about, hey, honey, you can't do that. <laughs> so you got you have to start explaining immediately. So that's what what, what it was. And he that's what he said. Are you sure? And mm. I said, yes. And then that was it. And after that, it was family. It was besties. It was all kinds of people. What? Oh, Out of there. Because they nobody could believe it. And that was what you call a leap of faith. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Big time. Big time. But then it, like humongously. That's that's the beauty though. It's like at some point in any creative endeavor or any lifetime moment of life, it's like you have to jump. You, you have, have to, to jump. Do it. If you don't jump, you are never gonna know if you're if, just gonna be standing there swinging your arms. Yep. You have to jump. Wow, I yeah. love that. <laughs> so what was the biggest challenge in that then once you left to go on tour? When did there must have um, been, just, you know, just challenges. leaving home, okay. leaving home, you know, leaving. My, my son was older, so it wasn't, um, you know, like he was a, a tween or anything like that. Mm. But, you know, and he understood it because he had seen me do this all his life. Right. You know, this is not the first thing I've done. You know, I've been out of high school after girl group breakup. It was, you know, background tours. It was all kinds of stuff, um, you know, and working on my stuff alone as well. So. Yeah, it was always something. Music was always there. It was always in, always in the building. Mm. So he understood it. So it was, you know, just uh, being married and and just not spending time because I'm never home. It was like, so he comes with me on tour a whole lot. Like the guys are like, where's Kevin? They'll ask for him before they see me. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I'm sure he's musical. What is his thing? No, he's a he's a football. He was a, okay. a retired football player, so an ex cop and stuff. And he's retired um, only through an injury. So mm. it just worked out to where I left my city job, and he left his city job within like two years. Wow. So we were both like free to have brunch at any time. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So that's what that was supposed to be. Does he go mm-hmm. on tour with you a lot? Or? He he goes a lot. He'll go for the, maybe the first two weeks or whatever before he's worn out because mm-hmm. he thinks it's easy. So I said, listen, it's not what your people think. It's like right. they think it's easy peasy and it's cute, but we don't get to sometimes even see where we are. Wow. You know, because we're either asleep or we just got there and now we're gone. Yeah, so paint a day for for us. Show us what it's like. So you show up. Just give us yeah. like twenty four hours. How does that? So go we down? have. Um, we might have. Um, first, this the airport. The airport okay. is the first thing, because you have five bags because mm. you're on tour for a month. So you got to deal with your bags, and then you check in, and you're doing all of that, and you have. You can possibly have a seven hour flight. Because, you know, we do a lot of a lot of UK, a lot of the Europe. So you got seven hours on the plane. Now you have to get your bags from the carousel and now you have to drive to your hotel, um, which could be about an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. maybe. And um, you get there, you're hungry. So now everybody's like, what? So what are we eating? So now you've got, because for, for one thing about Chic, we are family, for real, for real. Okay. Like we, right now I'm on the phone with you and they're having a, a conversation on our WhatsApp, um, you know, chat, because mm. that's just what we do. We know that we're all getting ready to see each other again and we're still on each other's phone. <laughs> Telling jokes, sending jokes and gifts and whatnot. So, you know. <laughs> 
But so that's what we do. So it's like, what are you doing? What, what are you eating? You hungry? Yeah, I'm be hungry. Okay, so you sleep. I'm tired. I'm not doing it. Okay, you have a, a whole bunch of things going on. Everybody arranges dinner. We go eat. We crash. We get up the next day. It's sound check. Now you got sound check. In between that, it's dinner and a show. <laughs> and it might be on to the next one right after the show or take a couple of hours and then get up and on to the next one. Wow. So that's tour life. Unless we're staying there for an extra day or we have a day off. Mm. How many you know, often so. does that happen though? Every with with share it's cuz it's different with each tour. Okay. So because that every you know main artist has their own flow. You know Duran Duran was like I'm not doing anything past 2. Okay. So it's okay. 2 and then a day off and then that's how it's going to go 1 and a day off, 2 and a day off, no threes at all. Mm. You know, um Earth Wind and Fire they were more like, you know, okay, no more than two, but we can have two days off and then three in a row okay. kind of thing, you know, depending on the location. And and Lionel Richie, it was very much, he was so cute. I love Lionel Richie. He was so, he was just like, so like the man, you know, the whole time, just cool with it. Um but, you know, he had the same flow. You know, none of them want to do like more than two in a row. So Cher is every other day. Okay. I'm not mad at her. No. I can be a man. <laughs> I am not mad at that. I could be a man down for one day yes. every other day, girl. I'm like, oh, <laughs> if I could turn back down. You know what I'm saying? And then go sit down. I love it. I love it. Yes. That, yes. That That's what so I'm good. saying. Yes. <laughs> and I love them. And see, with Chic, we usually do two, we do up to two hours. In a show, mm. but um, and that's including Nile talking and whatever, taking a moment or the, or the band jamming. Um, but with a with a tour, we only do an hour set, so it goes by so fast, it's ridiculous. Wow. By the time you finish, by the time we sing, everybody dance, we're singing good times, and it's all over. And that's over. Wow. Yeah. So because and the adrenaline makes you go faster because, you know, if the crowd is really really hyped up. What? It's the yeah. easiest gig ever. The gig is the part we got. It's the travel mm. and being being around people, the same people every day, <laughs> every minute of the day, though. It's like every minute of the day except sleep. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I'm sure. I told them you've, my, you've, my second family. Yeah. And then you get to a point where it's like, I love you, but I need a minute. You know, I like, need, I me need a, a minute. minute. <laughs> and we all do it. That's what's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love you, but no, right now. Okay, I need not a right minute. now. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, what is the best part about being on stage? You know, like what is like that? Oh, the reaction. Okay, definitely the reaction of the people. They are losing their minds. Yeah, I mean, because these songs literally are. They're. I mean, these are. Jeez, these are timeless hit. There's no songs. sitting down. Yeah, yeah. It's from the first song all the way to the last song. And if you're sitting down, you're sitting down on the first two songs, which is um, Everybody Dance and Dance, Dance, Dance. But you're getting it. Yeah. You're getting it. You're like, oh, okay, right. So that's why they did this song. Because not everybody knows what song she did. Right. They don't even know half the time. Wow. So then, and then when they're like, say, oh, damn, they did right, this song when you too? say freak out in good times, <laughs> then they go, oh. And now they got freak out in good times, but then they don't even get into the songs that he produced, which is Diana Ross, right. Madonna, Duran Duran. Like, you don't even know, Sister Sledge. Like, you don't even get into all of that. Oh, man. So it's a funny show to see their reaction when they go, oh, 
oh, I remember this song. <laughs> and then then my the third song is I Want Your Love, which I sing. That's my so, jam. That's right. My so jam. now now they're totally like, oh, wait. And then they're live and she can sing. Mm-hmm. OK, hold on. Right. You know, and then you get to the hits, which is, you know, I'm coming out and then mm-hmm. um, upside down. And and um, we are family and um, greatest dancer. Oh what? Wow, he's our oh, greatest dancer. That's uh, I had to actually say. look that up of what they were saying. Me and my friend Shane, we were in the car and it came on, and I was like, yes. And he's singing, and he's singing one word, and I'm singing another. And I'm like, what the hell right. are they saying? And so I was like, I'm like, wow, or oh no, now. Oh, yes. so we had oh like, what? Wow. Oh yes. what? Wow. Okay, good. Yes. And it's solved so, the riddle. It's so funny because. Every who was it? I walked in there singing, I wonder why. Oh, <laughs> and he was like, What? He stopped the whole band. He was like, What are you saying? And I was like, Huh? Because that's it. But we tear those words up because Niall has a way of writing songs that, like, everybody thinks that, um, for we are family, mm. everyone can see we're together as we walk on by and we fly just, we're saying, and we fly just like birds of a feather. Uh-huh. But his word is, and we flock. Just like birds of a feather. Because uh-huh. Niall will always throw a word in there that is like so different but still makes sense that you wouldn't think that what? They flock. Oh, mm. okay. I guess. Then wow. we could that's, we do flock. So that's what he does. We we tear the words up to half the songs that, you know, yeah. <laughs> when I used to do club day bands and we were singing good times, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> a rumor has it that that's not what we were saying. No. It was a mess what we were saying. <laughs> Like, who even knew what we were saying? That was probably the when we started just making up a word. So, you know, it's he always does that. But, yeah, by the time we get to all of those songs, then everybody's been on their feet and they're sweating, mm. trying to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Can you remember one of the, the first moments of, like, somebody that just completely captivated your heart from the, from the crowd? That just like where it's stuck in your brain. This one person was just feeling it so much. Mm, yeah, and it's a you know what? It's a few of them because I those are the ones that I always um, because when at the end of each show we do good times and we pick people to come on stage. Mm. Now whether they are people that have bought like a VIP package, whether they're our relatives or whatever the case may be. You know, there's a group of people that get on stage and I could have one person that I've been rocking with all through the show, like mm. full attention, um, they're putting up the heart sign, you know, all kinds <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm winking. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We're, we're laughing. And then they don't get on stage. And that'll be the person that I'm like telling security, let him or her up right mm. now. And they're going to get their life up on stage taking selfies with Niall and me and, and, and the band. Yeah. What? That's like, a, they don't even, like that little thing right there is like giving somebody a life. They mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. That's so a- that's the, and it's, a, it's about the crowd because we've done gigs in Monte Carlo where they said we can't um, tap our toe on the ground unless the prince comes in here and he's, and he's about that life. And we were like, wait, what? Because we don't even understand that. Like, this is disco music. Like, we don't even understand it. You can't tap your foot. <laughs> they told them, which is the law, you cannot... If he's coming to the function, which everybody's going to know if he's coming. Mm. If he's coming to the function, y'all better sit down and shut up until he comes in the room. If he stands up to dance, 
then y'all can get your groove on. If he doesn't, then y'all need to sit it on down. Oh, and we've no. done several gigs for him, and one of them was his function, and he never got up. And the people, and he, you know, he was just like enjoying the music, but he never got up because mm. that's that was his function. He wasn't about to, you know, do all of that. But you had the people like Robin Thicke, who didn't care. He was in the aisles dancing. There was a girl right in front that got up and danced, and the people at her table told her to sit down. Oh no! It's like that. But now we done we've done a gig where they were looking at us up and down like, hmm. <laughs> and when he walked in that room, he already had his hands up in the air going, oh. <laughs> Because you and Nile used to be buddies. So you know, when you know when he walked into that room, because as Nile was looking at him like, yo, knock it off, me and him used to get drunk together. Like, that's his boy. So when he walked in the room that particular time, he came in with his hands up. And next thing you know, everybody was on the stage. They was put, grabbing the mics. It was pandemonium. Wow. Because that's what... So we've done both kinds of crowds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where they're... Where they're looking at us like, because they're all drunk and it's a convention. You know, it's, it could be like a, a Microsoft convention and they're like all over it. Drunks falling all over each other and then they'll just dance up a good time. It's, those kind of crowds is like, oh, okay, this is rehearsal. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. rehearsal for us right now, guys. Yeah, and then you know when you're when you're with people who are like living for this, like are waiting yes. for the day. For yes, 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 yes. Because we don't even do those gigs anymore. So I know that's how I know Nile is getting his second life. Mm, that's amazing. Do you mm -hmm. have a ritual before you perform? I what I do is vocal rest. Okay. You know, the day of, you know, not a whole bunch of nonsense. Um, vocal resting. I do my peppermint tea. Okay. For the throat and honey, no lemon, just peppermint tea and honey. And I'd have to have Ricola's while I'm on stage. Okay. I love me a Ricola. The um, honey you know, lemon, herbal. what's your flavor? What's your yeah, flavor? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the um, honey, no, the, the um, eucalyptus. There's a eucalyptus okay. one, but then there's one that's just honey. Okay. So I do the honey. And um, and that's it. And just my warm-up is playing my little, um, turning my little speaker on. For Pandora and just singing along with the music, mm -hmm. you know, I don't do like the vocalises, you know, yeah. I don't do all of that. Yeah. I just sing a song okay. and I'll sing, I'll sing a couple of them back to back to just warm up my throat and that's it. Yeah. Does it change? Yeah. Does it change? Are you sing the same songs a lot of times? Nope. I think we had the same show. Okay. Yep. And sometimes depending on the length of the show, it'll be, um, you know, just shorter, a shorter set. But I'm the lead singer, so I'm going to sing at least three times, even in a short set. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. like, for real, for real. You know, I'm singing all the songs, but I mean, like, lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. How, how, talk to us about spiritual practice and faith. Oh, absolutely. You have to have all of it. Mm -hmm. um, we joke about um, Niall getting on the plane because we know that he... First of all, anybody that survived the 70s, stop. Mm. Anybody that survived the 70s, all right. So you did that. Then you turned around and survived uh, bankruptcy. Then you turned around and survived cancer twice. Wow. And now you are living your best life. Mm. You, what plane <laughs> you getting on? Because that's the one I need to get on. Okay. So that's the stuff that we would say to joke around, but... 
it's not a joke. He is real. God is real. Mm. And we need to we need to talk about blessings. Blessings. Who walks up off of their job mm. and is still um able to pay the rent? Like who's, you know, yeah. be grateful for stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just be grateful to you know, I have friends that I had to let go because y'all was friends until um it, until the hateration started. Okay. Which is like I thought we, we was past that. Like, girl, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so what? You know, I got you or whatever the case may be. But, you know, people don't really appreciate you. So you you just got to find the ones like like Will Smith said, find the ones that can fan your flame and let's go. Yes. And that doesn't mean that I'm the hottest thing in the room. It just means that to s- surround yourself by people that believe in what you do and they see you doing it and they're like, oh, OK, there she go. That's my girl. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Not barely pressing like because you mad you wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just stupid. Yeah. So and those are the ones. And the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't need it. And I'm like, but you can't get rid of everybody that does, you know, one thing wrong. Because people are going to do that all day. Because mm-hmm. if you did that, you'd have no friends. Yeah. No. You wouldn't be messing with nobody. You you, just I mean, you know yourself. who your tribe is, you know. It's yes. Like you, you know yes. Who, who's there to, to really support. And and, yes. and for me, it's like I've always thought, too, it's like my tribe, they are fanning the flames, but they're also, they're not afraid to put that flame out when something's not right. They're not afraid right. to say, hey, right. can we right. need to dial it back for a moment and, you know, like yes. hold me accountable. So that. Oh, for whatever. That's or for right. whatever. Yeah. That's right. And just and speak on it and then we can move on. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But not everybody could do that. So it's like, ugh. but you have to be um, connected with everything that's going on in the world. You have to have a relationship with God. Yeah. And and I know I came into um, Chic and I was like the my very first gig. I was like, all right, I wanted to make a circle so we could pray. And they was looking at me crazy. And I said, wait, what? Y'all don't pray before a gig? Wow. And I was very shocked and appalled, and I let it <laughs> rock for a little bit. And then I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to have, because I was taking my own, but then I was like, no, this there's dissension yes. here. Yes, yes. So I don't appreciate it. And the dissension was the other chick in the band. Mm. So once she left, <laughs> and we got the girl that we wanted and that love, it's all good. Mm. Y'all better pray. <laughs> And don't be ashamed to do it. I don't know what's wrong with you people. We have gone, like, it, you know, and that's me all day. Like, one time we were in a, a plane, and it was like a puddle jumper. Mm. And it was like four of them because we were all going from one little island one little island to the next. And when the engine turned off and we kind of dipped in the, gr- in the sky, mm. usually the other one kicks in because there's two engines to those little planes. Right. So when one click one when one goes out, the other one is supposed to click right in. But this one was manual. So we kind of dipped out of the sky a little bit until he turned it back on. And all I did was bow your heads. <laughs> bow your heads. Because I was like, no, we're not doing this right now. No. We are not doing this right now. But I mean, I remember being in Turkey and we got out the airport and you know, we got the drivers. It was it's pandemonium over there. Um when I say pandemonium, just pandemonium, because they know that you're a tourist, you you stick out like a sore thumb, mm. and you are immediately a target as soon as you get there. You know what I mean? So you just gotta you gotta make sure you maintain full awareness in places like that. Mm. We get to we get to our hotel, we're doing the show. 
Um, you know, we get to the hotel that that afternoon, that evening is the show. We're in the middle of the show and people's phones are going off, including ours. People's phones are going off. They just bombed the, the, the Turkey airport in oh, Istanbul. Damn. But we just got out of that airport is what I'm saying. Wow. So we just packed our bags. People, some people left the show and um, and we finished. We finished the show and some people stayed, some people left. And we went back to the hotel, got our stuff, and we drove all the way to the other airport and got the hell up out of there. But yeah, you better, and I could, like, there's nothing that you could do. There's yeah. nothing that you could do at all. There's nothing that your family member could do. There's nothing that you could do. Yeah. So you just got to have, you got to have faith, faith. When, you, when you are traveling stuff. Like when the, the um, in Japan, when they had the whole tsunami mm-hmm. and then they had the, um, the earthquake that caused the, um, what was it? It wasn't the oil. It was the, the fumes that it, everybody had to, they had to evacuate everybody. Right. In Japan. And then they had an earthquake and that was the reason why they had to do all of that. It was the, it, something blue, the nuclear, the it, nuclear it was power some, plant. Yeah. Yes. And it was horrible and nobody was going over there. Sheik was the only band that got off the plane in Japan. I can't even tell you how many paparazzi people were there and how many newspapers because they couldn't believe it. They was like, y'all are the only ones. Oh, my God. What do you need? What do you want? What do you want? What do you need? Wow. Because they couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean, and that takes like serious, you know, faith because in that too, it's like that's enough reason to make anybody not even try to go and succeed at anything because of all of that, you know? And it's like you have to know like, no, the universe, God, spirit, yep. Jedi force, whatever you want to yes. call it, has got yes. me. And I'm going to do this, you know. Yep. And we're going to be right back in the house. And that's yeah. it. And that's what you've got to believe in. And that's, and that's it. It's just so funny, though. Mm. All the things that we've gone through over the past 10 years and we still like each other. We were in a, on, a, on a private plane and the one waitress, I mean, the one flight attendant, she was, um, I've never been on a plane with a band that liked each other. She said, usually they all put on their headphones. Nobody's talking. We are, we're taking videos. We're cracking jokes. Mm. We're eating each other's food. We're in the, like, every, is this your bag? Okay, pass me my, you know, we're busy all the time. And she just couldn't get over it. And she was like, wait, you know, what you want? You want something to drink? Okay, then make that two Bloody Marys. Everybody knows, everybody knows everybody. Like, they know I'm only two bites. I'm going to have, I'm going to order a mound of food. I'm only going to eat two bites. (laughs) And then they're going to get to eat the rest. So they all want to eat with Kim. Let's go eat with Kim because she's not going to eat it all. (laughs) You know, she'll have two drinks though. She'll have those two Bloody Marys, but she's two bites all day. And so that, you know, we all know each other. Yeah. It's hilarious. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So when you perform, now, didn't you just recently perform for White Party? I feel feel like I read that. I did. I I performed my stuff. Okay, your stuff. Right. So like the stuff, um, so good good for me, the stuff with Tony. Right. Yes. My Fire was the first song. And that was the one with Nile Rodgers that went number one on billboard for dance and then we turned around and did you're good for me mm-hmm. again with tony um no now this time but it went number one as well yeah. so it was like two consecutive so we're just trying to keep it up yeah 
No, yeah. but I've and I've been away. This was one of the busiest years, so I haven't had time to record. So now that when I'm home for these little sneak times that I'm home, I'm recording. So we just did another song with Tony. Nice. And it's a really cute chic song-ish. Mm. So I'm thinking of just putting the whole band on it. You know, I already put three of the guys on it and they're on it and it sounds good. It's all live and it's just awesome. And now we're just going to get some remixes going and I'm going to pass it to you. you oh, yes, you it. are going to pass it yeah. to me. Okay. <laughs> I know that's right. Right. <laughs> so when you're playing for, you know, the Rainbow Fam, is there a different side of sass that comes out of you when you're performing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so funny because I'm sitting here figuring out what I'm going to wear because during the Chic tour, it's going to be a couple of shows that I do on my own, you mm. know, after we do like after parties kind okay. of thing. And um, so I'm sitting here going, now, what am I going to wear on the night? So I'm not going to do the wig because with Chic, I wear a wig, mm -hmm. you know, because that's how it look. But when but when I'm Kim Davis, I'm not. I don't. Right. So that's just what I'm doing. And I'm like, OK, so maybe I can wear. And I'm looking at this outfit like, oh, but I know my butt sticks out in this outfit. <laughs> like you'll see some cheek. OK, the hell with it. You know, they don't care. That'll be the outfit that we'll I'll be never all about it. Stage. Right. You know, and. But, you know, there's a way to do it because, you know, we wear a lot of sheer, sheer stuff with chic and whatnot, but we have body suits underneath and stuff like that. So it's all cool. But that one, I was like, oh, no, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to wear this one for sure. You know, yeah. booty out and everything because that's what they love. Do they, you love feel, they love to see you dare to do it. Oh, they do, honey. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yes. Yes. We do. Do, do, is, there, is there a difference between our crowd, like that, that in terms of energy, you know, like LGBTQ crowd, like how yes. we, we are? No, as, that, yes, yeah. yes. It's just a, it's just a different, it's a different, they are, they are experiencing the same thing and they're loving the same thing. They'll, and they, and, but it's just a different way mm -hmm. of reacting. That's yeah. all. Because I know, like I just did Sony Hall and, you know, all I heard in the audience was like, you better work, right. girl. You better sing, girl. <laughs> you know, that's what I heard the whole time. <laughs> like, that's them show with love. Yeah. You know and what fans I mean? cracking. And yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. It is. It I is. love it. That's true. That's how you know. That is that's how, you, how know. you know. I live. I know. So if you were stuck on an island mm -hmm. and you could only have one song, to get you off of the island in terms of inspiration, mm -hmm. what is the song? Oh, my God. It would be Take Me to the King. I'm loving me okay. some Tamala Man. Okay. Because you know why? Because I would be singing it the whole time. I would, I would just be singing it, mm. and that would help me get through anything. Yeah. Turning right. the music on and singing. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So I'll link and that look, up and not sure notes. if I'm going to make it off that island, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right and then last one more song and i'll let you go because i know you got i know you got to go girl okay, okay so if you only had one word to describe music what would it be inspirational mm, i know that's right amen you appreciate yeah. me honey because yes. you're gonna know you're gonna remember when you have a song that you remember in your head, it's because you were either doing something at the time, going through something at the time. So it's an inspiration to whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps you motivated. Yeah. Okay, I remember this song because, oh my God, I was used to be in love with Ronnie and he just treated me <laughs> so bad. But then you get like, okay, it's inspiration and I go there no more. Now I just love the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love it. Beautiful. Well, I so appreciate you taking time and you coming on and talking to me. I just love you. I adore you. I love what you're up to. And I really appreciate it. And I know everyone listening is going to be so excited to hear what's coming and what you're going to be making. I'm going to make sure to link up all of your information in the show notes and how they can find you and all of that good stuff. And Thank you, hon. You are so welcome. So I'll make make sure all of your socials and everything are in the show notes. And they can all find you. Absolutely. All right. Well, you have an amazing tour. I'm so excited. I'll be following you and looking at the pictures. Please. And let me know when you're <laughs> going to come to Denver. You guys need to come to Denver. And if not, I'm going to bring you for a solo show. How about that? Oh, yeah. You know why? Because we're going to be close. You need to really, really check out her. Her Cher's webpage has all of our shows. Okay. And I think we're going to be close. All right. Good. All so right, it's awesome. nothing but a hop, skip, and a jump. Hop, skip, Yay. I can do it. Mwah, mwah. Kisses, kisses. Take so Bye. much care. You better work, <laughs> honey. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So that's it for this episode. I hope you found something inspiring with my conversation with Kimberly. If you did, head over to the Remix Your World Facebook group. Let us know. Or if you are an IG person, that tends to be where I am the most. Take a screenshot with your phone, tag me, tag her, tell us what you loved. We would both love to hear from you. I am going to link up all of her information in the show notes so that you can go and listen to all of her amazing music, including my remix of her little tune, You're Good For Me. So thank you so much for spending some time with us today, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, rate and review in iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. If you have any feedback or any other artists you would love for me to talk to or topics, shoot me an email, podcast at remixyourworld.com. You can also shoot me a DM at Instagram. I'm pretty active there as well. That's about it. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.